With Luke and Susie in faith, family, culture, our next guest is someone who's uh, quite commonly challenged us to not ignore or to, to, to not dismiss the little things that might be happening, to learn how to read ourselves and to be willing to take the courage to actually get something looked at. So often when we're tired and exhausted and stressed, we go, oh, well, that's, of course, obvious. I've things are going on at work or you know I didn't get to sleep because my kids kept me up all night because I was sick and that's fine but sometimes there's something more going on in the background and Dr. Chris is here to help us to learn to explore and and this came up because producer Sammy her stepmom was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and this is one of those things that so often can have a whole series of symptoms we dismiss Dr. Chris. Yeah it can and there are a few conditions like that, uh, like fibromyalgia, where you sort of think, oh, I'm just tired or my body just hurts. Uh, And then it goes on for years and years and years until finally one day it's properly picked up and diagnosed and therefore managed and you get a a lot better sense of control over that symptom uh, when you have the right management in place. So, yeah, there are quite a few of those conditions that are diagnoses of exclusion or that you just ignore because you think it might be just normal tired parent syndrome uh, and in fact it's not uh, it's a bit more serious than that so it always pays to listen to your body see if something's a little bit abnormal for you and also abnormal for the situation that's happening so if you know that you're getting enough sleep but you're still tired there's something going on yeah. and need to look at And that might not be something serious. It could just be something minor. You know, it could just be a bit of iron deficiency or it could be, as I said, you know, in an earlier segment, a little bit of hay fever. Like it could be just be something simple. Yeah. But you don't want to just leave it and, and unnecessarily put yourself through suffering when it, there could be some treatment and some help out there. The challenge is, though, Dr. Chris, is that so when we had our son cut his hand one day and I said he'll be fine mm-hmm. and Susie was was quite adamant that this was a bad cut and made me take him to the emergency department of the hospital, uh, of which Mm -hmm. there was great laughter when he saw the doctor and the doctor prescribed him a um, Mm Band-Aid and and not even a medical-grade Band-Aid, just a household-grade Band-Aid. And so that became this laughing point in our family. And we feel like when we go to the doctor because we're just tired, you're going to just say, get more Mm -hmm. sleep. And, of course, I don't want to be laughed out because you've just – diagnosed me with a home house grade band-aid equivalent and, and mm. what if i'm tired because i'm stressed and i've got i'm busy then i've just wasted my time at the doctors for you to tell me i'm stressed and i'm busy when i knew that and so often we mm. just avoid it because what are you going to tell me that that i don't already know yeah yeah i, I mean first of all that's why we're there you know no one should no medical professional should laugh <laughs> that's why that's why we're there here and he, he didn't we, laugh. We did. No, we're okay. I was going to say, I, don't, I haven't heard a health professional really laughing at a patient's symptom before. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I, I think, you know, when something's not right for you, you know, deep down, I think, and you can get in, and there are individuals that have health anxiety for, for various reasons. Uh, often it's triggered by some level of medical trauma that they've been through or, wit- or a family member that they've witnessed go through. Uh, and so you can get into health anxiety and that's different. 
that's where every symptom is, you know, you're dying type symptom, um, type scenario. But that in and of itself is also a medical condition and we can help that um, from an anxiety perspective. Uh, but you often know when something's not right for you, when you just don't feel quite yourself and and you know that something's off. And it could just be something simple, as I said, and that something simple can sometimes have a myriad of symptoms, like iron deficiency can make you feel lightheaded, it can make you feel dizzy, you can get ringing in the ears, you can get, lose your appetite. So there can be some a myriad of symptoms associated with something very simple to diagnose, very simple to fix, or it could be something more like uh, a systemic condition like long COVID, which we're hearing a lot about now, which is post-COVID syndrome that seems to last for some people up to a couple of years. So we're seeing that now, um, and which is just it's considered a variant of chronic fatigue syndrome, um, but a little bit more complicated than that, or something like fibromyalgia, which is another one of those chronic conditions associated with chronic fatigue that leads to quite a you know debilitation for the person suffering it and, and it's a hidden and it's a hidden condition which is the hardest type of condition to have because you look great on the outside but you feel terrible on the inside so convincing people that you don't feel well is very tricky yeah. there's another form of anxiety that I've experienced I think at least consciously for the first time and I I heard someone talk about it and they were talking about it from a perspective of being tested from um, the autism spectrum and the anxiety okay. and the fear was not that they got diagnosed as being autistic it was mm-hmm. that they would be told they're not because mm-hmm. at least with the diagnosis it answers a whole lot of questions without the diagnosis then I'm my character is just weak and I'm not I'm just not good at putting in the hard work and otherwise it's just me I'm flawed rather than right. a, a scientific thing and so when we go to the yeah. doctor go I'm too exhausted this is not normal and you come back and go no it's normal you're just yeah. a sook. Like, not that you would say that, but that's the anxiety is that's what the that's what the truth is. Yeah, okay. I think a lot of people have that because oftentimes I see, I see patients that have those chronic long-standing symptoms and have often been told that nothing's wrong. Yeah. And so when patients do come to see me, because I order different types of testing and um, often just a whole myriad of things, Oftentimes there will be things that will come back as not optimal, and so correcting those, you know, can make people can make the difference between feeling terrible and feeling well. So often I do have patients that show relief and they say, "Oh, thank God that I was actually re- worried you were going to say there was nothing wrong today," yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because one, I have no answer for why I feel terrible, and two, I feel embarrassed that I've wasted your time. So yeah, I, I get that, and I think that's actually quite common. Um, so I, I, I would say still go. Don't let that put you off because still go. Get that thing still sorted. Get it checked out. Uh, you know, because what's the worst that can happen? You have everything ruled out and you then are relieved to know that it's nothing serious. And, yes, maybe maybe your sleep patterns aren't great. Or maybe you've got some sleep apnea. Or maybe, do you know what I mean? For the fatigue, I mean, if fatigue's, because I see yeah. fatigue a lot and it's one of those mis- misunderstood, underdiagnosed type conditions. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. But I go anyway. Go. No matter what the go. challenge is, no matter what you're feeling, go anyway. Nothing bad go can anyway. happen. No, that's why we're there. No, just go anyway. <laughs> Doc- Dr. Chris, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Luke.